Hey guys, welcome to I Want to Be Real podcast. On today's podcast, um, I really wanted to make sure that I embodied everything that I'm feeling on today. One of the things that I do understand in God allowing me to create this space of vulnerability, of peace, of patience, of kindness, of openness, um, it's also a place where he can reside. It's a place where he can come in and mend things. He can allow me to see things in a different space, in a different uh, place setting. And so I started to think of what would this particular podcast be about. And many of you may not know, I do write inspirational emails. Um, you could always contact me via email. It's at, um, I want to be real at hotmail.com. That's if you ever want to be a part of the inspirational list. And so in the process of me going over the things that I wanted to just kind of discuss on today, I don't have a format. I don't have anything that I go by, uh, go by. But what I actually do is I, I go, I get before God and just ask him, what is it that you would have for me to share today? What is it that you would want me to say that would shift somebody's life, change somebody's life, help them to make a decision that may seems to be impossible or help them to be able to be okay with decisions that you have made concerning their lives. So in the process of me, you know, getting before God and just really hearing him, I came across an inspiration that I wrote um, a while back and it's and it's entitled, You'll Thank Him Later, meaning that you'll thank God later. Um, and it reads as this, I was preparing for bed and I heard, you'll thank me later. I burst into a good old ugly cry. I mean, a cry I didn't know was locked on the inside of me. You're probably wondering what that means, what that means to you. Well, it means a lot. We've all experienced something in life that at some point didn't feel good. If I can be honest, it made you say, when will this be over? Because I'm tired of dealing with this. And sometimes that's the problem. We rush to things God has taken his time to repair. Once the healing is rushed, we build walls in areas God was trying to heal. Once the wall is built, we carry it with us to the next phase. Then we find ourselves either repeating the same thing or not enjoying the next phase because of the wall we built years ago. You don't really know that it's a wall because even you haven't gotten, uh, gotten used to the dysfunction. It doesn't end there. Now that the wall is built, God is then to blame for the dysfunctional outcome. You ask, how are you such an expert? I'm not a psychic. I don't read poems or anything like that. I can only tell you where I've been and what I've endured myself. When my brother was murdered, I blamed God. When my grandmother passed away, I became upset with God. And when relationships fell apart, yeah, you guessed it. The blame was all on God. Do I miss what once was? Yeah, I do sometimes. And even in me missing the people that I've lost, I still had to learn how to trust God's plan, even if I didn't understand it. God wants to heal every single part of our broken places, but he can't if we're not honest with where we are. 
In learning how to trust God, I also understand the concept of forgiveness. We expect to heal quickly, but real healing takes time. You have to cry sometimes. You have to shout it out. And you have to voice your real feelings. But it's all a part of your healing process. You owe it to yourself to heal properly, not quickly. Let me say that one more time. You owe it to yourself to heal properly and not quickly. You owe it to your family and you owe it to the people you're assigned to. (laughs) These folks are actually waiting on us. They're waiting on us to really walk in the fullness of who he, God has created us to be. Consider it a sheer gift. Friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. James 1, 2 through 4. I know you may not see the need to thank God now, but trust and believe me, you'll thank him later. In my own experiences in life, I never thought that I would go through some of the things that I have gone through. I never thought that I would face different trials. Because sometimes there's a preconceived notion that whenever you get saved and you have a relationship with God, everything goes well. He answers every blessing. He gives you every blessing. He answers every prayer request. He's just the God of all sovereignty. He, you know, there's there's so much peace whenever you come into salvation. And hear me when I when I tell you it is. But there's a backside to all of that. You're going to be faced with trials. You're going to have tribulations to come your way. You're going to be hurt by people and some people you may hurt yourself. But the thing about it is, is that when I understand and asking God to heal me from certain things, I understand how it, it it's easy to go through the process and go through the process quickly. But sometimes I've learned that whenever I've gone through a process quickly or I think I've gotten over something Somehow or another, the scab is still there or the pain is still there because it's not fully healed. That's why you have sometimes in relationships, even in marriages, you don't really take the time to really decipher what the issue is or what the situation is at hand. So you have a tendency to blow up. You have a tendency to be upset. You have a tendency to not really hear the whole situation out. When I tell you that the place that I'm in right now and to know that I've been through so many different things, like I'm learning to thank him now and I'm learning to appreciate what God did then. So I don't know if you're married and you're frustrated with your husband. I don't know if your children have gotten on your last nerve. I don't know if you've lost friends in the midst of uh, different situations. I don't know if you've lost someone due to the death of them leaving. I don't know if it was a bad relationship and you wish you would have gotten the closure that you needed. But I do understand that even in those moments, you've got to really, sometimes it's good to sit in those moments. Now, I know, I know, I know. A lot of times we don't like to sit in our pain. 
But sometimes sitting in the pain, it helps you to be able to identify how the pain became the pain. It helps you be able, it helps you to to be able to to sit in it so that sometimes you can learn from it. And when you learn from it, you don't have to go back through it again. If I was going down the road and I was going down down this particular path and I know this location, I mean, I've traveled it for so long. And then the moment that a detour takes place or a detour comes into contact, then it shifts my whole thinking, my whole notion of what I'm used to. And sometimes God will shift our lives and sometimes God will do a thing or allow a thing to take place. One, either we've made that particular thing or that particular situation a priority before him. Or we've put too much pride and too much emphasis on something that has absolutely nothing to do with God. See, he's a jealous God. (laughs) He's a just God. He's a loving God. And he will not allow anything to transpire or anything to happen to us that won't benefit us. That's the part where we miss it sometimes because we wonder how in the world is this, is this hurt going to benefit me? How in the world is this divorce going to benefit me? How in the world is this separation going to benefit me? How in the world my finances not being what I think they should be or what they need to be? How is this going to benefit me? But sometimes even in us asking those questions, God is God and he hears us. He said in his word that he shall supply all of our needs. So he does that. It's the wants that we sometimes have a frustration on. So. Again. I never want you to feel like you're in a season that God is not aware of. I don't ever want you to feel like you're in a season that God is not attentive to what you need. I don't ever want you to feel like you are in a season where you're just going through so many different trials and that God does not hear your cry. I'm here. I'm a living witness that God sees all. He knows all. The question is now, God, what do I do with what's left? How do I make it? Off of what I have now. How do I move forward after this situation? How do I still stand tall? How do I still tell people that you're still a loving God when I'm hurt, when I'm upset, when I'm frustrated, when I could possibly be mad with you, God? But see, the thing about it is, is that being mad with God, it serves no purpose. You're mad at the only one that has the power To come in and mend every broken place. So my prayer is that God would mend every broken place that you have. Every hurt that you have encountered. Every struggle you have been faced with. Every trial that seems to trump where you are right now. I feel the need to just really intercede for all of us who have gone through broken places and broken trials and broken times. I feel the need to encourage you to stand still, stand firm, trust God. Don't move until he tell you. Don't shift until he lets you know that it's okay. God, we thank you so much for you being who you are. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. 
We thank you for your sovereignty. We thank you for being our provider. We thank you so much, God, for waking us up, God, allowing us to see days that are brand new, God. We thank you for every assignment that you've placed and trusted within our hands. God, I pray for every listener. I pray right now, God, whatever situation that they may be encountering, God, whatever it is that's causing frustration, whatever it is that's causing the hurt, whatever it is that's causing the pain. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that your love would overshadow them, that your peace, God, would overshadow their lives. I pray right now, God, that even in the midst of them having tears, God, I pray right now that you would continue to show them that you're still God, that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can next or even think. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, for any marriages, God, that seems to be falling apart. I pray right now for the hearts of your people. I pray right now, God, that you would strengthen them so that they can be the men and the women that you've called them to be before the foundation of this world. God, bring strength to weak places, God. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you'll bring structure, God, where there's no form of structure. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that every wall that we have built that is not of you, God, I pray that you would break those walls down so that healing can take place. God, I pray right now, God, for those who are trying to decide on whether or not they should go back to school, on whether or not they should let go of everything, God. I pray for those who are wanting to commit suicide because it's so much, it's so overbearing, it's too much to handle. I pray that you'll give them the peace, God, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Bring structure, God. Bring order to their lives. Get them into a place and a space in you that worship would fill the glory of the atmosphere in which you placed them in. I thank you for what you're doing, God. I thank you for what you are about to do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, you may not thank God for where you are right now. And it could be very devastating. You could be in one of the hardest places of your life. But I promise you, you're going to get past it. You may have lost people along the way. You may have questioned why you're in the place that you are in right now. But just trust and believe me. On the other side of this pain that you have is freedom. It's getting through. That's the hard part. But there's a promised land that's waiting on you. There's a people that are waiting for you to really get it together and say, I'm encouraged enough. I'm strong enough. I'm bold enough to walk through this so that I can come out and teach others how to be free. As free as we are in this world, it comes at a cost. And the enemy is mad. He's upset with a lot of us. Because we because we're walking in the things of God, because we're listening to the voice of God, or at least trying to. So I wanted to encourage you on today that you may not thank God now, but you'll thank him later. I thank him now 
as hard as sometimes it is to face trials, I thank him now. Because I understand that worship has the ability to take me to a place in him that I've never been. That then I'm triumphing over. I'm jumping over what I've gone through. So be encouraged. Be blessed. Be prayerful. Talk to God. Express your heart to him. And watch how amazing the outcome becomes. You may not thank him now. But you'll thank him later. Have a good day.